Welcome to episode three. I have been so, so excited to record this. I have a cold. I don't know if you can still hear it, but that was the reason that I missed a week. Um, but the title of this is The Toughest Questions for a Christian to Answer. Um, and this is by no means uh, me saying I know how to answer all these questions, but really just a conversation. I've invited um, my roommate and best friend who we have these kind of conversations all the time. Her name's Nicole. Hi, guys. <laughs> Um, and we're just going to kind of talk through these different questions, not because we have the answers, but more so just the two different experiences, things that we think, things that we've read in the word, um, and things that we feel from the Lord. So we're going to dive right in because there's a lot of questions. Um, I had several different people in my life, like seasoned Christians, new believers, um, submit questions, uh, that they felt were difficult for them to answer and they didn't really know where to find them in the word or how to go about them. And so the first one is, how do you separate who you are from what you do? That's an interesting <laughs> one for me, I feel like. Um, for me personally, that's something I've always struggled with. Nicole and I were talking about the questions before this, and she was like, I don't know if that's ever been... Yeah, I have like... <laughs> never, ever felt that. Maybe not ever, but I just don't remember that being a struggle of mine. Yeah, that was a big, big struggle of mine. I think that that is, like, personality difference, upbringing difference. Um, mm -hmm. For me, I kind of always had this, like, perfectionist mindset. I had a lot of questions about my worth um, just because of my upbringing. If you're in my testimony video, it's just a lot of it kind of... Um, drew back to, okay, how can I prove my worth? And so I started kind of placing my identity in, oh, I have perfect grades. You know, I'm the best employee here. Um, I, you know, just whatever, um, whatever it took. And so I feel like for me, that was a hard one. Um, but I think, uh, I will say, I don't necessarily think there's a quick fix to feeling this way because I'm 20 and I still am working through this. This is not like a, oh, I had this one moment and I was like, okay, my identity's set. And of course you're going to have those moments with the Lord, but I think there's a couple things. One, if you're not spending like intentional time with the Lord every single day and submitting those things to him, you're never going to know your identity because you learn more about who you are by learning who he is. Uh, because you're made in his image, you have a specific purpose from him, given by him. Um, and then another thing I would say is this is not like a new problem. Um, I mean, you can look all over scripture and you see the disciples, you see people who don't really know who they are. They act out of um, a false identity. They do things that they wish they hadn't done. And then I would even say, um, Jesus who lived an incredibly anonymous life up until his thirties, right? Um, he didn't do any ministry that we have on document. He didn't do anything substantial. This is Jesus we're talking about, like the greatest human being in the face of the planet. And he didn't do anything. And then he gets baptized and God's voice says, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Um, not because he did any ministry or did anything to necessarily win approval, but just because he was and is, um, and because he had this identity that was innate, it was intrinsic within him. Um, and so I think the same goes for us that <clears throat> when we were created, the Lord gave us a specific purpose in, I think it's, mm, it's either first Corinthians or Colossians. I feel like I mix those up <laughs> a lot, but like you might know, um, he's prepared good works for us beforehand. Uh, not because we have proven our worth, but before we were even born, he was like, Nicole set apart for this. Sophia set apart for this. Um, and it's not because of some sort of crazy achievement we make or job position we land or, um, promotion or something like that. It's just because we were born with this innate 
um, identity within us. So that is kind of my best answer to that. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Let me see. I feel like Nicole would be good at answering this one. Um, <laughs> we, can, we can both can. Um, when I pray, why doesn't God answer? Ooh. Okay. I didn't even see that one on here. Wow. Um, this is actually a huge part of my testimony. Um, I think I, I've really had a long journey with understanding prayer. I was not one of those people who really just accepted it up front, to be honest. I was like, this actually doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> and I'm actually kind of confused. <laughs> so um, I've spent a lot of time studying it, actually. Um, and it's one of my favorite things. It's my favorite part about my faith. Um, and I think that it's something that everyone should definitely look into. Um, as far as God not answering, we've all heard the whole, he answers, you just have to like listen. Or sometimes he says no instead of yes. And there's just a lot of ways you could come at this um, question. Um, I think really it comes down to understanding God's character. And I think that's the root of a lot of questions. Um, because... If we understand a lot about who he is, it makes more sense when he answers things that we don't understand because we don't, we probably won't understand a lot of the answers he gives us yeah. um, because he, he does answer when you pray. Um, so the question is when I pray, why doesn't God answer? He does. Um, there's so much that goes into it. Timing. Um, I think a lot of times I'll pray and I just really won't give God the room to answer. Hmm. Honestly, I'll just you know, do my thing, say what I need to say, and then expect something. And I think expectation from the Lord is key for everything, but I also think that we shouldn't have specific standards or set expectations that we aren't willing for him to break because every time he will break through with something much better than what we expect. Um, so for me personally, this really hit when my mom was battling cancer for five years and every single day she was the first thing on my prayer list and I prayed for her healing. Um, and she ended up passing away when I was 18, and I was like, so God, you didn't answer that. And that wasn't just yeah. one little prayer. That was five years yeah. of interceding for my mom, and it actually took a couple months for me to understand that um, he really did bring her healing by bringing her to heaven, um, and that was the best kind of healing that she could have ever had. And then it took another couple months of me just wrestling with that and being okay with that. And there's some days that I'm not okay with that. So I think he'll answer every time. And sometimes it'll be an answer that we're not okay with, but that's on us to um, work out in our own hearts. And just that little journey of trying to work out the answer, like that alone will change so much of you. Um, and we'll answer maybe another prayer that you felt like wasn't answered. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it comes down to trust too. Like if you are praying just because you think that God will directly answer everything the exact way that you want it, um, then that's just really a misunderstanding of God's yeah. character. And that's not necessarily saying like, don't pray for that. Um, it's more so going at prayer with the heart of, I really want to speak to my father. I really want this relationship with him. And in that, he's going to change the desires of my heart to match his will. Yes. Um, and then when you have the big things, like like what she just mentioned, um, like the big prayers, the prayers for healing, all that stuff, um, 
if you really, I mean, that doesn't discount the pain, that doesn't discount the disappointment in the lack of response that you expected or wanted to see, especially when you see other people receive those answers. Um, Like you see somebody pray for healing and they get it. Um, A a reason that Nicole and I became really close friends, actually, is because we both lost our moms at a young age. Um, And I prayed for my mom's healing, too, for years. And Mm -hmm. she was in severe substance abuse and all of those things. And I didn't get the the answer that I wanted either. And I feel like that's something that we've both wrestled with for a long time of like, how do you, how do you (laughs) move forward in trusting a God who doesn't necessarily answer the biggest cry of your heart? Um, when in actuality he did, Mm -hmm. um, he did answer the cries of our heart, but it was in a way that we didn't expect in a way that, um, kind of shaped our entire testimony, um, shaped us as people, brought us together as friends, um, and so many other things that went into that. And so Mm -hmm. it's all, I I feel like my biggest issue in my life is learning how to trust and it always has been. So going through these issues, not really knowing how to trust God, that's really the, what it comes down to with the whole prayer thing. Um, if you are praying and don't ultimately trust, hey, what, I, this is what I desire, but whatever you think is best, I'm here for it. You're going to miss out on the goodness of God because if you, if you give up on him when he quote unquote doesn't answer, you're going to miss the beautiful things he does in your life. So yeah, that's a hard one though. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the, all these questions are hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Kind of on the same topic, we covered some of this, but how does prayer work and why does it matter if God is sovereign and in control of everything? Dang. Um, I have a quote from someone. I don't really know who it's from, actually. Um, But this is huge for me. It says, we must remember that the purpose of prayer is not to persuade a reluctant God to do our bidding. Hmm. The purpose of prayer is to align our our will with his and in partnership with him, to ask him to accomplish his will on earth. That's so good. And that's, I mean, that's kind of just the entirety (laughs) of my answer. It's (laughs) like, we always, like I said, have so many expectations of prayer. Um, And God just comes through in the way he needs to, and it shapes us so much when we just let him work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sovereignty. It's a weird... (laughs) It's a weird thing. Um, it basically just means God has his hand in and on everything. Um, and that's kind of a word that I was holding on to this year, really, when a lot of crazy stuff went on in my life. Um, I lost my grandfather to COVID. Um, and sovereignty was kind of the word that I clung on to. Um, was, I, was, I was reading, I was praying, and I, I was like, Lord, like, heal him. You know, do Man, this is turning into, like, we've, we've both prayed for a lot of healing, yeah, and a lot of stuff sure. has happened. Um, but... Um, I I remember I felt the Lord say, I'm sovereign. Um, And I remember feeling just absolute complete peace because knowing that even if what I wanted didn't happen, I knew his hand was on it. Mm -hmm. And I've learned, like I said before, that trust over time, that every single time he's been faithful. There has not Mm -hmm. been one time he's left me lacking. And in those moments where there's been severe tragedy, and I think Nicole can attest to this too, there's this tangible peace and grace that is ridiculous. Yeah, like it's, so you feel like you know that the presence of God is there. Um, and as much as I would reverse those terrible, scary moments of my life, um, I honestly don't know if I would because I've gotten to know the character and the peace and the, the radical love of God uh, that I don't know if I ever would have been able to. 
Um, and you can't necessarily know God's character without knowing his sovereignty. Yeah. That's a major part of who he is. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd say he never, ever leaves us lacking. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we may be confused if our prayers work, quote unquote, <laughs> but I just think that we build so much of our faith by praying. Like, mm-hmm looking back through my prayer journals and seeing things answered, like, yes, God is sovereign and he's going to have his way no matter what, like whether I pray this or not, but God does care about our hearts and Mm -hmm. what we want. And when we can see like evidently things that we've prayed for come to life, we see God's faithfulness and then that also just builds our faith. Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Nicole and I are best friends and I never talk to her. (laughs) Um, that would not be a relationship. Um, you build relationship by speaking, having conversations, getting to know the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily know God um, unless you're speaking to him and, and giving that room for those conversations. Um, and that kind of leads into another question. It's not necessarily on the list that I originally had, but this is a question that I feel like a lot of people have is how do you hear God? Like mm-hmm. you, you, you have all these, you know, podcasts and posts where right. they're like, God told me this and God said this. But um, especially if you're new in your faith, that's a hard that's a hard question to wrestle with. So what, what do you think? How, how do you hear God? Um, well, actually, a question like that is on here. It says, how do I know his will or what he wants me oh. to do if I don't feel like I can hear or understand what he wants me to do? Did not even see that one. This is a huge thing in my life. Um, I, <laughs> I've spent so long trying to understand how I hear God, and I think a lot of us hear him differently. Um, mine's kind of cheesy, like sunsets and <laughs> feelings. And and just little moments with him, I definitely hear God that way. And it's just very, it's intimate and it's sweet and it's gentle. I know so many people, and this is not a bad thing, but I know so many people who hear God in very dramatic, like, to me, aggressive ways. (laughs) And that's great for them because it fits their personality. I could absolutely never. And God (laughs) knows that. And he knew that when he designed me. I just need, I just need peace. I just need him to, like, just come and hang out with me. And this may sound kind of cheesy, and this may sound like, Nicole, I don't ever want to do that. But <laughs> maybe try this sometime. I I have this big thing with fields. I just love fields and, like, sitting in fields with Jesus. And um, sometimes if I really feel like I can't be close to him or I can't hear him or, like, I'm just like, God, where are you? I just will imagine myself sitting in a field with Jesus and what's funny is it's always different. Sometimes we're face-to-face. Sometimes he's sitting next to a tree with me. And sometimes we're, like, just high-fiving and hanging out. Like, it's literally, it's so funny. And it sounds so weird. But it it actually works. Because you, for me, it works. It might not work for you. But find what works for you. And it may be weird like that, honestly. But just, like, do what you can to really be intentional about being with him. And making room and inviting him. God cares about the little things and the little moments. And um, I think we <clears throat> we hear him so much better when we like invite him into little things. And invite yeah. him into things, feelings and pains and joys. And every single moment you can think of. Yeah. Um, he designed those for us. And um, just having him with us and walking through that with us. He, he delights in that. And... It should be our delight as well to just get to experience things with him. So um, a lot of times people will hear certain words when they pray or 
um, they'll see visions or something. There's so many different ways that I've heard of people hearing from God. For me, it's just, it's almost frustrating because it's so incredibly soft that I easily overlook it. But I think that's important for my personality because it just causes me to be that much more intentional. Mm, that's good. About looking for where he's speaking to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've learned a lot from Nicole actually in this area just because um, I think naturally I'm a very like go, go, go person. Like don't pause for the little moments. Keep going. Um, achieve, achieve, achieve. Kind of like I was mm -hmm. talking about earlier. Um, and when I met Nicole, she was always so like gentle um, and would go and watch the sunset and spend time with the Lord and, um, would just do these little intentional things. And then she'd come back and she'd be like, God showed me this. And he said this. And, and I'm like, wow, like she's getting so much like from these little moments with Jesus. And I really like everything that she said, like so vital, like you have to make that intentional time. You have to slow down, um, mm -hmm. to hear a big God because he has a lot to say to you. That's um, good. and I think for me, um, you know, obviously the most vital part of our walk with the Lord is getting to know his word. Um, that's mm -hmm. the biggest way you're going to know what God's saying to you. Um, and it's not going to be like, Nicole, this is what you're <laughs> called to do. But, but what I always say is if you go into the word to learn more about who God is, you'll innately hear more about who you are and you'll hear him speak to Amen. you. That's so um, because if you go into the word and you're like, what can I get out of this today? Yeah. Um, you're going to miss out because the whole point, the whole, the whole beautiful part of being a human and being in this crazy, weird human existence is that we get to know God, something that we so don't <laughs> deserve at all. This was not, I mean, we could jump into the whole gospel about how much we don't deserve this connection with God. And so it's really, um, not to be harsh, but kind of selfish to go into the Bible and be like, where's this about me, you know? Right. But when you go in just to hear God's word, hear what he says, you'll learn more about who you are just, just as a, as a bonus, as a side yeah. effect of, of getting in his word. And so that's the best way I hear from God is really diving in, hearing more about him. And it doesn't mean every single day I'm like, wow, like this verse just really most days, honestly, the more that you read it. But, um, but it's not going to be like an every single day, like, wow, like I got so much from this, but those, those verses will start to be written on your heart. Um, and mm -hmm. then you'll start hearing, you'll be in a situation and someone needs something and you didn't even know that verse you read was for them. And then it's, it's like, you hear it in mm -hmm. your head cause you, you, it's written on your heart now and he's speaking to you right there. And then I'd also say the Holy spirit like talks to us all the mm -hmm. time. Um, like I, I don't know where in scripture this is, it's somewhere, but I mean, I've heard this my whole life, like a still small voice, mm -hmm. like in your mind of just like God, like conviction even is, is you hearing God. Mm -hmm. Um, little moments where you're like, mm, I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel this way. And that's usually God too. Um, little moments, like a check in your spirit, like a, mm, like, should I go there? Should mm -hmm. I do this? Um, and, and that's him speaking to you too. And I think it's also, man, back to the trust word. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> do I trust that he's protecting me? Do I trust that he's around me all the time? Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of like what Nicole said, just find what works for you. Like, if it requires you going to see a sunset every single night for you to be like, God, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait for you to speak to me. Do that. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm going through like a whole weird season, an entire time of just, Ooh. it's been crazy. Um, and the amount of times I have just gone and done something like that, gone, saw a sunset. We went and saw the sunrise. Um, I went to a rooftop and just like, like watch the sky. I mean, nature is a huge yeah, part of this too. I was going to say nature is huge. Yeah. Guys. Like connecting with, <laughs> 
with God. Um, mm-hmm. Not because necessarily the beauty in nature, because that's obviously there, but because, whoa, like my God's so big that mm-hmm. he created all these things and he's, he's and, and yet he's intentional with me. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, I remember being four or five and I was always like, I need every answer right now. <laughs> so when I gave my life to the Lord, I remember going up to my grandmother, she can attest to this, um, for days I was like, how do you hear God? I'm never going to be able to hear him. I'm so mad. Cause she would say things like, I felt this on my heart from God mm-hmm. or stuff like that. And I, I, I grew up in this like church culture around her and they all were like, you know, had these moments yeah. with the Lord. And I'm like, well, I'm already four and I haven't had one. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was just so mad that I hadn't felt anything from the Lord yet. Um, but in actuality, like it just, it takes time. So if you're a new believer, that's like me when I was four, you got to take that time to get to know God, um, to get to like when Nicole and I first met some of the things she said, like, I was like, you know, why is she saying that? Like, like who really is Mm -hmm. she? It took time to get to know her before I could really hear her understand the things that she was saying or feeling. Right. And so, so yeah. Yeah. And it takes a lot longer than like, even if you are a new believer, I mean, if you're not a new believer, I've been saved my whole life, and I learned this mostly the beginning of this year when I was in, like, I was at this university with all of these people who were all hearing from God in all of these crazy ways, and I I was doubting so much, and I think what Soph said is so, so good and so key. It comes down to not specifically wanting to hear God. Obviously, that desire is amazing, but really just seeking God That's himself. That's so good. That's so, so good. Because, like, why do you want to hear from someone you don't know? Wow. Why would you want to, like, it, it just, it's so much better to just really, really seek after him mm-hmm. um, and love on him. And then it just comes naturally to hear him. And I think also practically, last little tip, I write down my prayers. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be a prayer. Um, mine just always turn into prayers somehow, just like writing down your feelings. I'm a big feelings person and (laughs) I'm also a big writing journaling person and (laughs) God speaks to me so much through that. Um, so try that if that seems like something that would fit you. Yeah. And I'd say even like looking back, I got to do this the other day, looking back at journals and looking like from Mm -hmm. a year ago today, you know, like the stuff that God did then it's really easy Um, to be in those moments of you feel like God's not answering your prayers and you look back at the faithfulness over the last year or whatever. And you're like, wow, like God actually did meet me here. That's my biggest motto right now is like, I'm in this weird in between season and he's met me every time. Like at any, he just, he meets you right in the middle, which is just the story of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And like, like he, you know, met us (laughs) where we could not reach him. And he continually does that every single day. That wasn't just a, for that moment, that was Mm -hmm. a, I'm going to meet my daughter every day. Um, I'm going to meet my son every day. Um, uh, when they feel like they can't hear from me, when they feel like they can't move forward or can't, um, do enough or, or, or aren't, um, who they're supposed to be, I'm going to meet them there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to, fulfill their hearts the way success never could, the way that substance abuse never could, the way that hurting yourself never could. Um, that, I mean, that's what he's in the business of doing is reconciling your heart to his constantly. So good. Um, and so he'll meet you every day to do that. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. We're almost out of time, but I think we have time for like one or two more. Um, okay. Let's see. What are some tough ones? (laughs) Um, all of them. (laughs) Okay, let's see, let's see. 
I saw one and then I. Do you see one? I see all these Y ones that are a little. Okay. Um, okay, these kind of go together. If God is so powerful, why can't he make sin disappear? Um, and why does he allow homelessness, child disease, sex trafficking, etc.? Why That's, does God uh, let bad things happen to good people? Yeah, those are all kind of in the same that. realm. Hmm. Take it away, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Well, really, the simple answer is uh, we've chosen against God every day of our lives. Um, and if you don't know the gospel, you're never going to understand these questions. Um, basically humans are, are, are naturally sinful. I mean, you don't, you don't have to teach a child to say no to their parents. You don't have to train a child to, um, to lie. They just do it um, because we're innately sinful. Um, and you go back to the very beginning of God's protection over Adam and Eve and telling them not to do something, and, and they do it anyway. Um, it's just because the human tendency is naturally to go against God, um, unfortunately. And so really, the issue is not, why did God? Um, the issue really is, why did people um, choose against God? And it, this goes into so many different things. But um, the enemy is a real thing. Um, demonic stuff is, is real stuff. Um, and this wickedness that's in the human heart is only eradicated by the likeness of Jesus. Um, and when you submit your heart to him and... Um, and learn to love him and, and, and are in a love relationship with him, mm -hmm. that darkness is eradicated, but not completely. We're still human. We yeah. still mess up. We still make mistakes. Um, but when you're connected to Jesus, that's when you're able, you're, you're actually free from the bondage of sin because sin's a bondage. Um, and so the, you know, sex trafficking, homelessness, all these things that are going on is a result of, of human sin, is a result of um, the world leaning much more towards um, darkness than light. And I think we can see that everywhere we go, not just in those major issues, but just, you know, in traffic, in, um, in grocery stores, how people are so rude. I mean, it's, it's literally everywhere. This is not just like, it's on a small scale. It's on a major scale. Um, and so the question's like, why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Why does, um, you know, he never promised that this life would be easy, um, ever. That was never a promise. Um, but he did promise he'd be with us through all of it. And when you don't have Jesus, that's when you're lacking. Um, and so I maybe I'll do an entire podcast on this subject because I yeah, feel like it's, it's such a major topic. Um, but I think really the underlying thing is um, don't discount how real darkness is and how real the enemy is. Mm -hmm. uh, the Bible says he's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he really does that through sex trafficking, through all these other things. Um, but I will say God loves his children and yeah. he hates what's going on. This is not like God's just sitting back like, yeah, whatever. No, he, he, I, I can promise you with all my heart, knowing his character, he grieves this on a constant basis. Yeah. Um, because, and, and that's why he sent Jesus for us. That's why, I mean, he did the thing that no, none of us could do is he became the sacrifice for our sin. And so, um, <laughs> He became the sacrifice for our sin. And so he, he became the righteousness for us because we never could do that. Um, and so when it comes to all these major issues, um, his heart is obviously that none would perish, that all would come to know him. Um, and so that's why, why he places these things on our hearts to pray for, to intercede for. Yeah. Um, then I'd also say, 
we've got Jesus at the right hand of God interceding for us, interceding for these issues. True. Like, like this is not a lost cause. Like, these things are not like, oh, he's just going to let them slide. Like, he has plans to eradicate these things. Like, and he's placed us with people who stay up all night because they're so passionate about eradicating these things um, to intercede for these things. And we've got Jesus really working on our behalf for those things. So that's a yeah, big question. That is. <laughs> um, if you have anything to add. Um, I have a little thing, and I feel like this is for the person who has why questions for just their own situations. Um, maybe not the huge, like, crazy major sin things going on in the world, but I know I've asked why many times in my life. Um, and I've heard so many people from different walks of life and vastly different personalities and um, perspectives and opinions on the world speak on this subject and I think overall they've all said they've all said one thing about the why subject um there's something better than knowing why and that's knowing Jesus Mm, that's so good and so just whatever situation you're in I've um not been in the same situation but I have been in the questioning and um like Soph said earlier he wants to meet you there too even though it may seem kind of odd and against who you assume God is, hmm. if you're questioning him, why would he want to meet you there? He, I'm telling you, he would have no greater joy than to meet you right there. Wow. Um, so let him and get to know more of his heart for you through that. Um, and that's kind of just a very, very different answer from yeah, you. No, I good. think what you said was so good and... Not one of us, like, crying. I legit cried. That's why I so laughed in the middle of a very serious moment. She's, I, I was crying. Um, because, guys, it's so real. It's yeah. so real. And I just, I want everyone to understand how deeply God cares for you and how much his heart breaks for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all the questions we have time for, but that's such a perfect ending because really, like, the whole purpose of this podcast as a whole is not to give you answers on specific topics, though we'll talk about them. Or um, It's really just to encourage you to know that as people who are actually, you know, pretty young, pretty new to our faith, yeah. really, we're 20, both of us, like, if we know the greatness and the goodness and the sweetness of God now, like, imagine in 10 years, imagine in 20 years, um that this is available for you now. This is not a when I get older thing. This is not a, um, you know, oh, maybe when I I go to church more thing or know more about God. Uh, No, this is the same thing I've been saying. He'll meet you there, like what she just said. Um, He wants to know you desperately. This is not just a, um, oh, yeah, God loves everyone thing. It's a intimate, personal thing for you specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all these questions, they're great to talk about. These theological subjects, they're, they're so fun um, because we'll never understand, so there's always stuff to talk about. Um, but really knowing Jesus at the, at the heart of it all is really what is the prize. Um, right. And the Word talks about that everywhere, um, of how Jesus is our treasure, our prize, the thing our heart longs for, what we're seeking after. And when you really make that your prize, not the answers to all these questions or even the healing of a loved one or even, um, all the other why questions and the things that you're asking, when you make him the ultimate thing you're seeking after, the rest of it really falls into place. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean there's not pain. Um, there's pain and there's heartbreak, 
but knowing the closeness of a father in those moments has been the catalyst in my life every single time. Um, and so, so yeah, that's all the things for you today. That was such a great conversation. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm so happy you're here. You guys are the best. It's been so fun making these. This is the third one. Um, and it's been such, so cool seeing the responses that you guys have been having. Um, and all the support has been so fun. So I hope you guys have the best rest of your day. If you have any suggestions for things that you'd like for me to talk about, um, or just whatever, you let me know in comments on Instagram or direct message me or whatever you want. Um, I'm so thankful for you. Um, and yeah, have a great day guys.